0: It's showtime! Hurry, hurry, step right up. Introducing the star of our show. His name is Wicket. So without further ado, I bring to you Wicket, 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 Wicket. get down to business. I don't got no
1: time to play around. with this? This is Wicket's
2: World with Mike Wicket on 102.1 FM and 1350 ESPN Des Moines. Happy Friday. What's up? My name is Mike Wicket. What's up if you are in town? Hello if you are in town from Lynn County. Here for the boys basketball championships. Uh, the first game tipping off today at 1 o'clock at the well. Uh, North Linn, Grandview Christian. Then after that it's Central Lion and Western Christian Hall out near Sioux City. Hello to small town Iowa for being here in the big city of Des Moines. Make sure you speed up and yes, we get coffee and drive-thrus. Uh, class 3A later today, Bonduran farrar and then Xavier-Cedar Rapids. Those two teams playing at five. And then the big boys, Waukee Northwest, and let's go Valley out West Des Moines coming up at 7 o'clock in the 4A championship. My daughter is in the Valley system. She is in pre-K. <laughs> so, yeah, assuming that uh, we stick around here in the Des Moines area and we have no reason to think that would change 18 years from now, Maybe, just maybe, my daughter will be going to the state championship game for girls basketball or to go watch the boys play or whatever. That is in the year. 15 years from now? I said 18, 15 years from now? She's Now she's four, so I guess I can do math 14 years from now. I'm, I'm nailing it, just crushing it with math. Obviously, I didn't do well in high school. But hello to everybody who is in town. If you are here for the boys basketball championships I love boys' high school, high school basketball. I used to go to games with my dad constantly, and unfortunately, he can't, uh, he can't go to the games anymore. But it is so good to see everybody here, and thanks for spending your money in Des Moines. We appreciate that very, very much. Uh, coming up today, uh, coming up at uh, 1- 1.30, Drake Women's Basketball hits the air in uh, the Women's Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. Hunter Phillips will have the call for you. 1.30 tip off at 2. And should they win uh, coming up tomorrow, they'll play 2.30 for the broadcast as uh, the Bulldogs try to get their way into the NCAA tournament. Also this weekend, we will have the ACC championship tomorrow and the Big 12 championship tomorrow, which could feature Iowa State should they get past KU, those, those Jayhawks from Kansas tonight down at Hilton South in Kansas City. More on that coming up in just a bit. But I do want to start with, I mean, there's always NFL stories, especially this time of year. There's always NFL stories to talk about. And what are the big ones that happened today? Now, we're not talking about Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, breaking news here. All right. And if anything does happen, of course, I'll let you know. But Adam Thielen was released by the Minnesota Vikings. And it sounds about right. Like, if you're a Viking fan, and there are plenty of Viking fans here in Des Moines, but if you're a Vikings fan, this one didn't really come as a shock to you, I don't think. Uh, Adam Thielen has spent 10 years wearing that, and I'm wearing my uh, Aaron Rodgers hooded, sh- uh, hooded shirt today. I got my, my old, uh, this might be the last time I wear it, as that, that he's a member of the Packers, who knows. But Adam Thielen has worn that ugly purple jersey. And I say that with some some love uh, for the last ten years, and he had two years left on his deal, but they cut him. He was supposed to make eleven point eight. We'll call it twelve million dollars, and the salary cap hit was nineteen point nine, or let's just call it twenty million dollars for Adam Thielen. That's a massive number, huge number for a guy who I'm not going to say has been injury prone, but has definitely slowed down. I mean, gone are the days of him catching 100 balls in a year. But he's still a guy that's a red zone threat. So there are going to be plenty of teams out there lining up for the services of Adam Thielen. You know, last year, think about take a number. Guess how many passes Adam Thielen caught in 17 games. He was banged up a lot last year, but he still played in 17 games. He caught 70 balls. Only 716 receiving yards, but 70 catches. He had six touchdowns. Not massive. We're going to hear from Judd Zolgad coming, Jud coming up here in just a moment. So uh, you'll hear a little bit more from the Minnesota Vikings perspective because Judd covers the Vikings and has for a very long time one of the best and most respected uh, Vikings journalists on the planet. But I think there's going to be a couple of teams that are out there that are looking to, uh, to maybe go after Thielen. Now, I don't think you're going to have to pay Thielen a massive amount of money, but we're also not talking about a $2 million a year salary. Here's uh, Judd Zolgad who covers the Vikings.
0: Morning, Judd, with the news that uh, we have been expecting for Friday morning, and we just got it. Adam Thielen reportedly released by the Vikings. He is now free to find work elsewhere. Green Bay, the Jets of Aaron Rodgers goes there, maybe one of the Florida clubs. But we do know this, Adam Thielen won't be back with the Vikings for another season. I think the important thing here to fo- is to focus on the why he won't be back here, because it's a couple of things. The obvious one is the financial. He had to take a pay cut. He was going to make way too much against the cap, And uh, after an injury-riddled season last year, in which he played all of the games, which was impressive, but clearly was slowed down. uh, There was going to have to be a financial settlement of sorts if he was to stay here that would have paid him less. The more important one to me, though, is the fact that he still thinks at 32 he could produce like he did previously. And while he has great hands, the speed has definitely declined. Justin Jefferson needs a running mate as the number two receiver that can be more of a threat downfield than Thielen. And now he's going to get it.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know if that's going to be K.J. Osborne or if they're going to go out and try to grab somebody or find another player uh, in the upcoming draft next month. But he's right about that. I mean, you've got Thielen, who's going to be 33, with a cap number of 20 million bucks. That just doesn't make a whole lot of sense for a wide receiver. You know, there were a couple of years there where you, there, people were talking about Thielen as a top three, top five wide receiver. You know, back in 2017, 2018, he caught 91 and 113 passes. It was 2,500 yards in those two seasons combined. 13 touchdowns, not a massive number, but he was a guy that the Vikings were able to throw the ball to consistently. I think he's going to get you know somewhere between 7, 8, 9, maybe a 10. Maybe somebody's a little extra desperate for a veteran wide receiver who's a definite red zone threat. I mean, you talk about a guy who isn't the fastest guy anymore, but is a red zone threat all the time. It's Adam Thielen. And usually what happens when my Green Bay Packers get rid of a guy, when they release a player like Greg Jennings, or when they traded Brett Favre, or Z'Darrius Smith, where do they eventually wind up? Minnesota. Minnesota getting the, uh, the second helpings, the sloppy seconds of the Green Bay Packers. I would love, as a Packers fan, they already have the two young wide receivers, they have the... You know, the, the incredible potential of Christian Watson and Romeo Dubs. They're probably going to lose Alan Lazard. I would love it if the Packers would make a move to bring in Thielen. Now, he may get top dollars somewhere else. Somebody may overpay for Adam Thielen, and he may wind up elsewhere making somewhere around, you know, $9, $10 million a year. Too much. Absolutely too much for Adam Thielen. But if you're talking about a guy you can get for 6 $7, i would take a, a flyer on Thielen for that kind of money. Regardless if it's the Packers or whoever it is, I think Thielen can still produce in the NFL. Again, we're not talking about 2017 Adam Thielen who caught 91 passes for 1,276 yards or the next year, 113 passes. But a veteran dude, a great guy off the field, a good locker room guy, and a guy who obviously thinks he still has some juice left in the tank, I I would take a flyer on on, on Adam Thielen. Two-year deal, 20 mil. A lot of that guaranteed. That's probably what you're going to see for Thielen. He's not going to get any kind of six-year contract, not at his age. He'll get one of those two-year deals, $20 million, $21 million, something along those lines. Somebody will pay that. Probably going to be too much, but somebody will pay that. And then the next question, if you're the Minnesota Vikings, what are you going to do at that next wide receiver spot? Or Do you have a lot of faith in K.J. Osborne? I mean, there are a lot of wide receivers that are out there. Don't be surprised if they, get a, uh, they try to take a look at, you know, Alan Lazard. That just seems to be the pipeline from Green Bay over to Minnesota. Green Bay got the use out of them. They want to go try to make top dollar. Green Bay doesn't think they can use you anymore, or you think your value is more than Green Bay values you. Maybe Alan Lazard is that next guy to go over to uh, to Minnesota. But there are a lot of big-name free agents. Next week, free agency begins in the National Football League, and it should be absolute chaos because there's so much right now going on with free agency. That everybody is just like, we're all kind of waiting, right? Like, I love free agency. Some people hate it. And even as a Packers fan, my my team rarely plays the first week, all right? Because there's always different tiers of free agents. There's the big-name free agents that sign the massive contracts. And you're always looking, there, like, wow, that guy got paid that much money? Because we've gone through the franchise tagging. Like, I thought that was going to be Saquon Barkley. I really thought the Giants were going to do the smart thing and, uh, and not pay. Maybe what they did was the smart thing. But I really thought what the Giants were going to do was allow Saquon to walk because it's, a, it's not a running backs league. We all know that right now in the National Football League. Running backs are not what they were when you and I were growing up. Back in my day, it's a quarterback league. I thought it was going to be let Saquon walk. Franchise Danny Dimes. They franchised Saquon, and they made Danny Dimes Danny Dallas. They paid him $160 million over four years. A lot of that is front-loaded. They can get out of it in the back end, which is probably the smartest thing they could have done. Sheer numbers, that deal looks terrible. But if you look into it, the Daniel Jones deal isn't terribly horrific. Now, he's never going to get the kind of money that Lamar Jackson is looking for. And Lamar Jackson may be winding up, uh, you know, playing for somebody else. I'll get to that coming up in just a second. But back to free agency, there's always these different tiers, right? And maybe you're one of those teams that has a ton of cap space. Like, maybe you're a Chicago Bears fan. The Bears have over $100 million in cap space. A hundred million dollars in cap space in Chicago. And you get that kind of cap space, and you get the number one pick you also get the title of being the worst team in the National Football League. And that is what they were last year. Now, I don't know how quickly they're going to be able to turn things around, but I can tell you, you get uh, Justin Fields a wide receiver or two. You get Justin Fields some offensive line help. I know Orlando Brown is now all of a sudden available. The Chiefs decided not to uh, re-sign that guy. I'm not saying the Bears are going to win 8, 9, 10 games next year, but... Things can start to get into motion. Then you couple that with they don't need a quarterback at the top of this draft, and if, whether it's Indy or Houston or somebody's going to give them extra picks to move down a couple of slots, probably a smart move. I mean, I'm not, I have no faith in the Bears to get anything right. I don't think Ryan Poles is going to do anything that the last guy did. It's the Bears, all right? The Bears suck. They're going to have to do something with $100 million in cap space. Coming up, Peter King and I share the same brain. Peter King, one of the most well-respected names in all of the National Football League when it comes to, you know, covering this league. I am not. But Peter Peter and I have the very same sentiment about Lamar Jackson because the narrative is taking a really weird uh, detour of why Lamar got franchised and is not getting Deshaun Watson money. I'll tell you what that is next.
1: Wicket needs a timeout. He'll be back soon. You're listening to 1021 FM and 1350 ESPN Des Moines. 1021 FM and
2: 1350 ESPN Des Moines. What's up? My name is Mike Wickett. This is Wickett's World. What's up to you if you are in town from Lynn County, Iowa? Here for the boys' basketball championships D1 going on. Class 1A, Grandview Christian and North Lynn. Good luck to both teams. That tips off at about 45 minutes. And then it's Central Lion and Western Christian Hall after that. Bondurant, Farrar, Xavier Cedar Rapids in 3A. And then the big boys, Waukee Northwest and Valley. Let's go Valley. That's coming your way tonight over at The Well at 7 o'clock. Uh, if you are looking for the uh, Drake women's basketball, that game is coming your way at 2 o'clock. Pre-game at 1.30 with Hunter Phillips right here on ESPN Des Moines. And then, of course, all weekend, we'll have basketball for you. One way or another, we'll have the ACC championship, the Big 12 championship, potentially a uh, MVC run by the Drake women's team we got NBA coming up on Sunday. You want live sports? We got it. Right here on ESPN Des Moines. So, a couple of quarterbacks to get to. Who's the worst contract? Who's got the worst contract in the National Football League? I don't think it's my guy, Aaron Rodgers. Although his $60 million number looks pretty bad with the uh, what you got out of him last year. Now, if he bounces back and plays like a, an MVP... $60 million against the cap or whatever doesn't seem all that bad. Seems pretty good if you're Aaron Rodgers. Kyler Murray, worst contract in the National Football League, baby. I think Kyler Murray's got a, an argument to be made that he's got the worst contract in football. What about Matt Stafford? Did you see this? Matt Stafford's cap number coming up this year is $20 million bucks. That seems pretty good, right? That's not bad at all for a guy who won you a Super Bowl a year ago. Should they trade Matt Stafford, his dead cap number becomes $48 million. So all this talk about trading Matt Stafford, not going to happen. Not happening for exactly that reason. Next year, that cap number, $49.5 million. Remember, Stafford couldn't finish the year because he had an elbow injury this season. It gets worse. In 2024, there's a massive cap hit for Matt Stafford of $61.5 million. By 2025, the cap number will be $50.5 million. That's not good for a 37-year-old quarterback. I mean, the numbers, they're just terrible right now if you're a Matt Stafford fan. And so there's some rumors out there that the, uh, the Rams are looking to move Stafford. I just think financially, they can't afford that kind of a, a, a cap hit. But I'll tell you what, you, know, you look at these teams, and we're going to talk more about Rodgers, I'll get to Lamar here in a second. But you look at what Matt Stafford and the Rams did. You knew it when it was happening. And I know there are some people who are watching or listening that are a fan of whatever team you're a fan of. And you would like your team to do this. They went all in. They went all in. Picks be damned. It does not matter. Picks, who needs picks? Salary cap, who cares? Dead cap money, we'll worry about that when we're there. They went all in. And you know what they did? They won a Super Bowl. And you, it, it, it's the, the toughest decision the Rams had to make coming off the Super Bowl a year ago was what to do with Matt Stafford. Now, Matt Stafford... Good quarterback. Borderline Hall of Famer. You know, people had all those debates a year ago. He's got a bazillion passing yards and all the passing touchdowns that he racked up in Detroit and got zero wins because the Lions suck. But he finally, finally got his Super Bowl ring. He's got as many as Aaron Rodgers. And I consider Aaron Rodgers the greatest thrower of the football. But he's got as many rings as Matt Stafford. Imagine not giving the Super Bowl-winning quarterback a contract extension. Imagine not paying Matt Stafford the way the Rams paid him. Imagine going into the previous year, 2022, saying, you know what? We're just going to let Matt Stafford, the guy who we traded for, gave up all that capital for, the guy we traded Jared Goff and all those picks away for, We're not going to re-sign him. Hindsight being what it is, and they didn't know about his elbow injury. At least I don't think they knew about his elbow injury, or at least if they did know about it, they expected the elbow to be fine. But the hardest thing to do is trying to figure out when is the right time to let go of a player. And I'm not going to say that signing Stafford was a terrible idea or signing Stafford was a great idea. But as of right now, with the injury there, the amount of money, his age, and where the Rams are at right now. I mean, you, you take away Cooper Cup from that team, that's a garbage team right now. Their offensive line is trash. Cam Akers is out. Uh, they, gotta, who's the, they had some other rookie running back that hurt himself like really early in the season, like the opening game. Jalen Ramsey's on the block, allegedly. They just, the, the whole Rams dynamic outside of Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup is trash as of right now. And they're in salary cap hell for three years. But they won a Super Bowl. So that is oftentimes what you see. Now, as, you know, whoever you're a fan of, you're a fan of the Vikings, you're a fan of the Chiefs, you're a fan of the Bears, you're a fan of the Cowboys, whatever, you're probably like, sure would like a Super Bowl. Chiefs got theirs without doing it. Sure, we're like a Super Bowl, though. It's like, yeah, you're the Bears or you're the Cowboys or you're my Packers or whatever. You're like, why are we not pushing everything in to try to do that? Well, I, I read a story once from somebody who I really respect saying that great salary cap people, great salary capologists, you know, the, the GMs that handle the money. The great ones aren't the ones that can push all the way in and then find themselves in salary cap hell. The great ones are the ones that can handle the cap. Go for it, win, and not be in cap hell down the stretch. Brett Veach in Kansas City is a, a great example of that. You know, I crushed the Patrick Mahomes deal when it happened. I said, you're going to be in cap hell. It was so front-loaded, and they did it such so smartly, if that's the right word. Smartly? Is that the right word? We'll go with it. They, did, they, they handled it so well that right now, $45 million a year for Patrick Mahomes seems like a bargain especially when you look at Danny Dimes getting 40. And actually, I think when you're talking about cap hits, I think Danny Dimes' cap hit is worse than Patrick Mahomes' cap hit, which is insane. (laughs) Just absolutely insane. So the great ones are able to finagle the cap, pay their quarterback, and not be in cap hell and not have quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers who you're sitting there looking at wondering, we got to pay this guy $60 million, and he has fallen off, or has he fallen off? Like I'm going to get more into Rodgers here in just a second, because Peter King and I, uh, we share some same sentiments about about Aaron Rodgers. But those are the great GMs. Those are the ones that consistently compete for playoff games, or for, for playoff wins, for division titles, for conference championships, and for the most part, my Packers have been pretty good at that. They just haven't got the performance out of their well-paid quarterback that they need to get to get back to a Super Bowl for the first time since 2011. (laughs) And I don't know if they're going to be able to do it with Jordan Love, but I don't think they can do it with Aaron Rodgers. More on him in a moment. That takes us to Lamar Jackson. So, I don't like where the narrative about Lamar is going this week. There are a lot of people insinuating that Lamar Jackson is being blackballed and not getting a massive guaranteed contract, not because of his performance, but you can see everybody who is wondering the same thing with the, the hmm emoji, emojis, you know, like the, the scratching eye emoji, you know that, well, yeah, the finger under the chin, thumb and finger, hand under the chin. And I might get crushed for this, but people are saying or they're, they're inferring that it's a race thing. That Lamar's not getting it because he's black. But if Joe Burrow wants that contract, he'll get the guaranteed money. But they're not going to do it for Lamar. And I'm here to tell you this, all right? And we're going to hear from Peter King on this in a moment as well. And I told you this last year. I would not pay Lamar Jackson $200 million. I would not give him the guaranteed money. has nothing to do with the color of his skin, all right? It has to do with the fact that Lamar Jackson, and I said this on last week's show, and I'll say it again. Lamar Jackson has missed 35% of the games in the last two years. His, his style puts him more at risk. Every player is at risk. Puts him more at risk of injury than, say, Joe Burrow's style. And Burrow, of course, popped at ACL. They bent him backwards two years ago in his rookie year, and he came back. But I'm not paying Lamar Jackson $250 million guaranteed. It doesn't seem like any NFL team wants to pay him $250 million guaranteed. And is there collusion going on? Yeah, there's collusion going on. Absolutely there's collusion going on. None of these owners want this domino to fall. All of these owners are livid with the Haslams. They're all mad with the Cleveland Browns. Because the Browns decided, and of all people, to do it with, a credibly accused sexual abuser, but the Browns were the first ones to do it. They gave Deshaun Watson a quarter of a billion dollars guaranteed, even without the sexual misconduct allegations, even without those. I'm not giving Deshaun Watson that money because it becomes a slippery slope. Now, if you're a player, you look at this as player empowerment because once the next team Give somebody a $250 million contract guaranteed, whether it's Lamar or Burrow or Justin Herbert or whoever the next guy is to get the mega contract, and it could be all of those guys. Once that first one gets the guaranteed money, it is a slippery slope and a bunch of dominoes will fall and all of a sudden things in the league will change. Because in a league that is violent, In a game that is violent, injuries are so prevalent. Yeah, you can get hit crossing the street. Sure you can. Wicked. You can get hit getting out of bed. You can hurt yourself, you know, rolling out of bed. Yeah, you can. But the odds are you're going to get hurt more playing this violent football game. And if I lose you in week one and I'm paying you $50 million regardless, now all of a sudden my investment is bubkis for that year. But I still have to pay you. And if it's a severe injury, and it happens, say, late in the year, now my season's over because my backup's not good enough 99 times out of 100. My backup's not good enough to get me to the Super Bowl and to win the Super Bowl. And then I probably have lost you for at least half of next year if it's an ACL or UCL or a PCL or the trifecta. So now I've lost two seasons, and I've had to pay you $50 million for each year. It's a, and as soon as these $45 million contracts per year start going up to $50 million in a couple of years, and I said this a month ago, the second contract for Bryce Young, assuming Bryce Young is good, real good, the second contract for Bryce Young, the way things are going, the way TV money is going, the way it's exploding, Bryce Young is going to make $80 million a year. At some point. And that sounds nuts. But think about it. Rodgers is making 60. Matt Stafford's going to make 50 or 55. His cap hit's going to be 60. What happens next? What happens with Lamar? What happens with Herbert? What happens with Burrow? What happens with Trevor Lawrence? What ha- I'm not talking the first contract. I'm talking five years from now. When that second contract kicks in. You're talking about guys making 70, 80 million dollars. It wasn't that long ago. Quarterbacks were making 20, and that was obscene. And that was craziness. And then Dak got his four years at 160. And then Patrick Mahomes got his. And then Russell Wilson got his. And then Aaron Rodgers got his. You know, the guy that didn't do it was Brady. He still got paid his 25 and 30 and 35 million. Don't get me wrong. But Brady always took less. These other guys. They're raising the bar. Good for them. I wish I could. But they're raising the bar so that at some point within five years, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, whoever the great one is out of this, and maybe it's two of them, maybe it's all three, who knows? Maybe we got a Big Ben, Phil Rivers, Eli thing. But five years from now, at least one of those guys is going to make 70 or $80 million per year. That's the trajectory we're on right now. So are you willing to guarantee five years at $50 million right now to Lamar Jackson, knowing that he has not played a full season in two years? Can we hear from ESPN's Peter King? Because Peter King, who's one of the most respected names in all of the National Football League and I, we're on the same page.
1: The reason that the Ravens are opposed to a guaranteed contract is obviously the precedent it would set, you know, in the market, in the league, but it's also because, you know, Lamar Jackson in the last two years has missed 34% of the snaps, uh, because of injury. Lamar Jackson has started and finished one game out of 12 in December and January of the last two seasons. That has to be a factor if you're talking about signing a guy to a contract with a lot of guaranteed money. No one seems to want to talk about that, but that's the reality of it. When you hear all these teams say, we're not interested, I can assure you that many of them, probably most of them, are thinking more injury and the reason.
2: Yeah, I agree with that 100%. It is all about the fact that stat is incredible. Lamar Jackson has started and finished one Out of 12 games in December and January, the months when it matters the most. Kyler Murray's famous for being a September MVP. Lamar Jackson does have an MVP. But if I can't get my $50 million a year quarterback in December or January, no thank you. Now, it's not like, I mean, they're about $100 million off, right? The Ravens allegedly offered $130 million And most of it guaranteed. Not enough for Lamar. Fine. Lamar believes he's worth more. All these quarterbacks, all these players you believe you're worth, whatever you're worth. But I'm not spending it on Lamar. Because if he loses a step, even a step, he's not an elite passer. Aaron Rodgers used to be an elite passer. I don't know if he is anymore. But I'm going to tell you, what is the option? If all of a sudden all these rumors, Rodgers to the Jets, Rodgers to the Jets, what if it falls through? That's next.
1: Like ESPN Des Moines on Facebook and watch Wicket's World live in real time. This is 1021 FM and 1350 ESPN Des Moines.
2: 1021 FM and 1350 ESPN Des Moines. What's up? My name is Mike Wickett. This is Wickett's World. Happy Friday to you. Don't forget, got uh, Drake Women's Basketball in the MVC Tournament today, 1.30 for the pregame Hunter Phillips with the play-by-play at 2. And should they win today, the women will play tomorrow, 2.30, right here on ESPN Des Moines. We got basketball all weekend. You, this is one great weekend, all right? Next week is, you know, the pinnacle. Thursday, Friday, two of the best days of the year. But if you want some big time games, we got the Big 12 semis tonight down in Kansas City. You've got the ACC Championship and the Big 12 Championship right here tomorrow on ESPN Des Moines. Iowa State playing today. I was going to do a whole thing about Iowa basketball, but Fran McCaffrey's in mid tournament form getting bounced early. <laughs> so when Iowa lost to a bad Ohio State team yesterday. So talking about some National Football League news here, we're all waiting for Rogers. To go to the Jets, right? Like, that's, that's just what's going to happen, I think. It's obvious what the Packers want. The Packers want to move on to Jordan Love. The Packers want to start this new era. The GM who drafted him, who drafted Jordan Love, Brian Gutekunst, he wants to move on. They're sick of the drama. They're sick of the Pat McAfee show. Rodgers is going to speak. Can you look this up for me, please, Kara? Rodgers is going to speak at like a hallucinogenics conference. I'm not even kidding you. Like, soon. The man loves ayahuasca or believes in ayahuasca, and that's fine. You know, if you're, it's not for me, maybe it's for you, maybe it's not for you, whatever.
3: Uh, Shout out to his PR manager for just telling him to lean in.
2: (laughs) Yeah, just, you know what, buddy? You go all in. Because he's speaking at this conference, and it's just like, okay, I, I feel like, because I got to do a debate with a buddy of mine. His name is Ryan Horvat, and Ryan uh, works for uh, a, a betting radio network that's syndicated across the country out of D.C. And Ryan used to work at a radio station I used to work at up in, in Milwaukee. And Ryan Horvat is a huge Aaron Rodgers fan, and I'm a big Rodgers fan too. I love him on the field. And he was talking about how Rodgers gets no respect and is hated and all this stuff. I think Rodgers brings a lot of the criticism from the national media and even from Packers fans these days upon himself. Hera?
3: Uh
2: <laughs> What do you got? This is a true story. I'm not <clears throat> even making this up.
3: From the Washington Times. Okay.
2: Always a good site.
3: A psychedelics conference in Denver in June will feature Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Uh, Psychedelic Science 2023 Conference, hosted by the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies in Denver, from June 19th through the 25th.
2: You want to go to Denver for the uh, the, the Mushroom Fest? Let's do it. I mean, I believe mushrooms are legal in Colorado. I think. You're I think right. they're at least legal medicinally. I don't know if you can walk Oregon. around Oregon. 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 Okay. Too, I think. Can you walk around with a bag of mushrooms and just eat them and? <laughs> Go trip your
3: brains out. Portobello. Yeah, yeah, I don't think Button mushrooms. Kara,
2: I don't think it's those kinds of mushrooms. Love love
3: a good oyster mushroom.
2: I don't think you're uh, in the right ballpark with those kinds of mushrooms there, Kara. I think it's a different kind of shroom. I think it's something a little different. A little more, uh, a little trippier. So, it's obvious the Packers want to move on. Now they can't seem too desperate of wanting to move on because right now they have exactly one suitor. One suitor for Aaron Rodgers. And I understand that there are a lot of people sick and talking and sick of hearing about Aaron Rodgers. I was listening to this radio station 2 days ago and the afternoon show. Those whoever was filling in for Canty and Carlin comes on and says, "I'm so sick of talking about Aaron Rodgers." then don't talk about him. No one's making you talk about Aaron Rodgers, but the Aaron Rodgers story is so interesting. It's so weird in a good way. Like I I find Aaron Rodgers to be interesting. I don't necessarily agree with uh, his thoughts on vaccines. You may, you may not. I don't care. You know, the, 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 Aaron is a smart guy. We all know that he does things that most people do not do. And I'm not just talking about playing football professionally and making $60 million. Like, I've never gone with the, punk, with the cleanse. I can't even say the name of the cleanse that he did where stuff comes out of both ends for like six days. But that's the point of the cleanse. Nope, out. Uh, I've never done a darkness retreat. Probably never would do a darkness retreat. You know, I don't. I, as, as uh, Chris Carlin said on this show, or on this station a couple of days ago, I don't want to be alone with me. I don't want to be alone with only me. I'd rather be alone with me and Netflix. Like, I don't want to. I'm good on that. Um, 1% of me wants to try ayahuasca. The other 99% of me has seen videos of people doing ayahuasca or trying ayahuasca. And it's like, nope, no, thanks. I'm out. I, I don't need to soul search that much. But Aaron does. Other people do. You know, it's it's not. It's not bad. It's not dumb. It's a different path in life than maybe you take. And I think that because it's different, because it's weird, because it's outside of the box, people view it as negative. And Aaron does what every... Aaron Rodgers does what we want our athletes to do. But then when they do it, we say, what are you doing? And that's talk. Aaron tells you what's on his mind. He doesn't sugarcoat anything. He never has. He tells you what's on his mind, especially this new Aaron. It didn't used to be that way. I I remember when I was working for a radio station uh, up in Wisconsin 15 years ago this week. And maybe 16 years ago, I was up covering training camp for the Packers. And Brett Favre was still the quarterback of Green Bay, and they had drafted this kid. And, you know, nobody knew anything about Aaron Rodgers, except he kept getting hurt in the first year or two. And he was no Brett Favre, because Brett Favre was Wisconsin. He was Midwest. He was... He was so great in the cold and he was tough. We love Brett Favre. There was this California cool kid they drafted. And he didn't get any attention when I was walking around the locker room. And I went up and I started interviewing Aaron Rodgers. So I started talking to Aaron. And Aaron, you know, didn't have a lot to say back then. Didn't talk a whole lot. Because nobody paid any attention. Nobody cared what he said. And I, I, I was talking to him. He was talking about having a roommate. And they would play FIFA soccer, and that was his favorite thing to do in his spare time. And it was just like, all right, cool. I got the backup quarterback. Just me one-on-one with Aaron Rodgers could never happen today. Never happen today. All right? And now, ever since, you know, the near divorce three years ago, and then the airing of the grievances, this is a new Aaron Rodgers. And then his buddy, A.J. Hawk, hooks up with Pat McAfee, and then they go on YouTube every week. Like, it's a different Aaron Rodgers. And for two years when he was winning MVPs, Packers fans put up with it and didn't have a problem with it because he was winning MVPs. Even though the team drafted his potential replacement, fans were all on board. Even though fans went through this with Favre and Rodgers a decade and a half ago, they were on board with Aaron Rodgers because he was winning MVPs. Now, since the season ended and they went 8-9 and nine and Rodgers didn't look so sharp, and he's still going on McAfee's show, and he's still talking about being immunized, and he's still talking about this and that, you had a lot of fans turn on him. I have not turned on Aaron Rodgers in the slightest when it comes to rooting for him on the field or watching greatness. And you know, I put up a question on Twitter, follow me at Mike Wicket. Name the five athletes who have brought you the most joy watching them play. Aaron Rodgers is easily on my list. Aaron Rodgers, Steph Curry, Giannis is on my list, Barry Sanders, and Michael Jordan. Those are the five athletes who have brought me the most joy in my life, watching professional sports. And so, I don't stress about Aaron. I don't worry about Aaron. I would like the old great Aaron back, but I also understand that this kid, Love, who was not ready last year, might be ready now and I'm kind of ready to see what's next. You know, if Rodgers and this Jets deal thing falls through, that's fine. He comes back. He plays. Love is the bench. I, I get to watch Aaron Rodgers in a Packers uniform again. Unlike when Favre went to the Jets, I will root for Aaron Rodgers. Because here's Peter King, and he's, he's like you. He's like me. We're like, We just did this.
1: When Adam Schefter was first to report that there was a good chance that Aaron Rodgers could be traded after being shocked originally, I just figure that history was repeating itself exactly 15 years ago this week, as it turns out right now. Aaron Rodgers became the heir to Brett Favre, who announced his retirement. And eventually, Brett Favre obviously played for the Jets. And in a ridiculously eerie coincidence, it appears as though, appears that Aaron Rodgers' career in Green Bay is over. And if indeed it is, obviously the best chance he has is to go and play for the Jets.
2: I don't think he winds up leaving New York and trying to get his way to Minnesota. I don't think there's that much spite. And I could be completely wrong on this, but it doesn't feel like the amount of spite between Rodgers and the organization is anywhere close to Favre in the organization. I I don't feel that way. Um, I I think Aaron Rodgers understands, even though his ego might be the biggest in the NFL or one of them, Favre's was massive as well. Favre couldn't comprehend, what, you want to get rid of me? And he, by the way, two years later went on to have statistically maybe the best year of his career, and the dude won three straight MVPs. Brett Favre, one of the all-time greats, also one of the all-time worst human beings, but still one of the all-time great quarterbacks. So I don't think F- uh, Rodgers is going to use this to leverage his way to Minnesota. I just don't feel that, that that's coming. I could be wrong, though. I'm wrong a lot. But from a Jets perspective, this guy could be it. If you get, if last year was the anomaly, and Rodgers still has MVP juice left in him, and I believe they still have uh, that he still has MVP juice left in him, with that defense, with that run game, with the trajectory that the Jets are on, Rodgers could be the missing piece, but if it's not Aaron Rodgers, then it's Jimmy G time.
1: The Jets are going to have to rebound and probably overpay Jimmy Garoppolo. That's my guess. Garoppolo will get a lot of attention early on, and I'm sure the Jets are going to want to know the answer from Aaron Rodgers no later than Sunday night because once free agency begins, I think they're going to want to know if they're going to have to go out and be aggressive and try to salvage this situation by getting, I'm assuming, Jimmy Garoppolo.
2: Imagine if you're a Jets fan. And you possibly could be adding Aaron bleeping Rogers to your organization. And you wake up in your $9,000 a month, 300 square foot apartment in New York or New Jersey or whatever. And you turn on your phone or you open up the paper and you see Jets signed Jimmy Garoppolo. (laughs) Jimmy's a fine quarterback. Jimmy's not a step up talent wise, not a massive step up from Mike White. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to get himself $20, $25 million a year come next week. Whatever team is interested in talking behind the scenes with his agent or talking to whomever, it feels like the Jets have to get Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't feel like Lamar is even a possibility, but they have to get. Aaron Rodgers. Lamar should be a possibility, by the way, if you're the Jets. I mean, let's be honest here. As much as I wouldn't pay Lamar Jackson 200 the difference is you have to get Lamar Jackson 250 guaranteed. You have to give Aaron 60 this year and, and hope and get some kind of confirmation he's going to be back for year number two. Coming up, did you see what Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, and Brees Hall did? I'll tell you next.
1: Wicket needs a timeout. He'll be back soon. You're listening to 1021 FM and 1350 ESPN Des Moines. 1021 FM
2: and 1350 ESPN Des Moines. My name is Mike Wicket. What's up? Happy Friday. This is Wicket's World. We got uh the Drake women's team taking on. I don't even know who they're playing. Do you know who they're playing? Hold on, let me get the bracket right here. Uh, Drake women take it on Missouri State today in the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. Missouri State got past Bradley. Drake had a bye. Uh, So if they win, they get into the semis. And that semi game will be tomorrow at 2.30. Hunter Phillips with the play-by-play today at 2 o'clock right here on ESPN Des Moines. And then we got basketball. ACC, Big 12, NBA. We got all kinds of basketball for you all weekend long here on ESPN Des Moines. So we talked about Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. It feels like it has to happen. If you're the Jets, you're seemingly all in for a year, or if you're a Jets fan, hopefully two. You, you kind of, these, these, these rumors and these, you know what the Packers want to do. The Packers are ready to move on. Should they get the right price or the right uh, compensation? And I don't even know what it is. Like, if they would have made this deal a year ago and got the Russell Wilson trade, a couple of firsts, a couple of players, a couple of twos would have been great. I don't think it comes close to that. I think if you get a one and a two, you, you take it. You, you kind of have to at this point for Aaron Rodgers and that salary. Um, I've, I've seen so many people, so many armchair quarterbacks saying, well, the Packers should have done this last year, just like I said. You know why they didn't do it last year? Because Jordan Love wasn't ready. Tom Clements was brought in as a quarterback coach, a guy who helped coach up Rodgers when Favre was there at a very young age was brought back to the organization. I believe he was brought back for this moment. But Jordan Love wasn't ready last year. In the 11 snaps we saw him against Philadelphia, Jordan Love looks like he is ready this year to at least get the opportunity. Not to take over the North, not to win an MVP, but to get the opportunity. And I believe that. So on the other side, over in New York, uh, Sauce Gardner, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson. Posted a video, goes up on social media. Now, if you remember when the Jets beat the Packers at Lambeau last year, Sauce Gardner paraded around at Lambeau. Basically like planting the flag on another organization's field, planting your flag right there at the 50. Gardner somehow got a cheese head. And he's in his Jets uniform after the game, and he's running around the field. Video is great if you're a Jets fan. If you're a Packer fan, it hurts. Uh, So he's running around with the cheese head. So this video went up like yesterday or two days ago and it's a bonfire and it's again sauce Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson talking about what it would like to bring Aaron Rodgers into New York and they are burning the cheese head in a bonfire.
0: How would y'all feel if A-Rod was on,
1: was on the offense side of the ball, man? Her first of all, throwing you dots. Handing you the ball, off
0: throwing you them swing routes, them wheel routes.
1: They're going to open it up for me. So they're going to be scared of them. Boom, hand me off the ball. We smooth, super ball. That's hey,
0: how would you feel getting them dots, though?
1: Man, I just know it's going to be precise. It's okay. the main thing I think about when I think about A-Rod, so. <laughs> They Hey come on Hey, hey throw it into to the, touch, the fire bro, I need
0: to touch I need to touch Hey Hey I need you Hey I need to touch the touch of the cheese Hey when it's
2: going they're in All oh, touching the, the cheese head
0: <laughs>
2: Come on Oh Damn. Damn, It's gone It's
1: gone man It's gone bro All right gone, So gone,
2: first off That's bad for the environment <laughs> All right? It's a giant thick foam Cheese head. I don't think that's very biodegradable. All right. It is a giant head. You've seen the cheese heads? It's all foam. That's bad for the environment. But it did look pretty cool to melt it into cheese. Like as it kind of started to, it took a minute. Like if you watch that video, it took a minute and they had to jump cut it to when it finally caught on fire and began melting. But it did kind of look like melted cheese. That was like the seance. Like if Aaron, if you come to, to New York, uh, this is gone and let's do this and, and all that. I think the deal gets done this weekend. I, I think Rodgers winds up going to New York. Both teams have what they want. The Packers have their new era. Maybe love is the answer. They'll pick up that fifth-year option, pay him $20 million bucks. So I think you're going to be with love for at least two years. And, and hopefully, if you're a Jets fan, you get Rodgers for two years. And I will still. I'm rocking an Aaron Rodgers jersey right now. I will still root for Aaron Rodgers in New York unless it's the Packers and Jets in the Super Bowl. But I don't think either team is going to get there next year. So what did you do yesterday, Kira? Know what I did? Know what I did? I got my very first tattoo yesterday. I did. I got my very first tattoo. Have you seen it?
3: Yes. I, I caught some of your uh, Facebook Live.
2: We had a challenge. Uh, over on my, my normal job is I do the morning show on Laser 103.3. And, uh, we have been raising money for the walking fed the last three weeks and people would throw out ridiculous challenges. And we would agree to them if we got to certain dollar amounts. And one listener said, wicked, you have to get your first tattoo because I am anti tattoo. I'm also anti pain. All right. And I don't like the needle anywhere on my body, but I said, if we get a thousand dollars and our goal was 10,000 for our morning show, I said, if we get a thousand bucks, uh, donated by like Tuesday or whatever, then I will get a tattoo. And it took like two hours. It didn't take three days. It took like two hours to get the $1,000, like $5 donations, $20 donations, got to 1000 bucks. Boom. Destination Tattoo in Grimes heard about it and said, hey, we want to help out. We'll cover the cost of the tattoo. You just come in and you make sure that you take care of our artist. And uh, we want to help out the cause because it's an unbelievable cause, what you guys are doing for the Food Bank of Iowa. And it's not really us. It's more the listeners that are doing all the work. So we do these challenges we hit a thousand bucks yesterday. I got to go get my tattoo. Craig, my artist, is absolutely phenomenal over there. And if you follow me on Twitter at Mike Wicket or your friend of mine on Facebook or Instagram, that's what it is. That's it right there, Kira. Uh, it's going. It's instead of a tribal armband around my bicep, which, by the way, the tattoo artist called a tiny arm. <laughs> He did. Uh-huh. He referred to it as a tiny <laughs> arm. Okay. Uh, it is a radio dial. And along the way are my, or, and it's kind of like woven. How do I even describe the, like, it's like cut so into my arm.
3: Like, yeah. So it's kind of like there are skin rips. Yeah, underneath, yeah.
2: That's kind of it. Yeah.
3: Underneath is the radio dial and going through it are these like lightning bolts. That's like, my, it's an active,
2: it's my sacred timeline. Yeah, it's my sacred timeline, because then that's my first stop when I was in high school. That was my first job in radio. That was my second job in radio. And then it takes a pause, and those are my kids' initials. And then there's the last two stops, including Laser, there on the end. Now, there is room for more should Laser fire me. Uh, but my full-time job, like, I've had part-time gigs. Like, this is a part-time job here on, on ESPN. I love talking about sports. My full-time gig is Laser. And I've worked for, I've done fill-in for a bunch of different radio stations in my life. So my life, what defines me, I wanted to come up with something that would define me. And that is my family and my career. And we turned what was normally a tribal armband into a radio dial. And every time I look at that photo, I love it a little more. I love it a little bit more. And I was terrified of needles and I was not a big tattoo guy, but I am really took about three and a half hours. uh, Absolutely loved it. No numbing. No numbing cream. Didn't do it. Really, arm still hurts right now. It's wrapped up in, like, the black gauze, and then underneath is the second skin, which it has to be there for eight days. Seven more days, <laughs> as a matter of fact. <laughs> but I am now... And everybody asks me the exact same question. Not, did it hurt, because everyone knows it doesn't feel good. Everyone asks this question. You ready for your next one?
1: Oh, yeah. i <laughs>
2: Kira, I'm like, this one, the ink is literally barely dry. You know, we haven't even got to the itchy phase yet.
3: Oh, you're ha- going to hate that. We
2: haven't even got to that point Everybody,
3: yet. Everyone was like, oh, man, w- Wicked may not like the pain very much. And I was like, no, he's going to hate when it gets itchy. Everybody who has a tattoo, you know what I'm talking about.
2: How many do you have? Uh, Three. Three of them. Okay. I
3: have three. Uh, a huge one on my arm, one on my ankle, and one right here okay. on my on my chest. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's the worst part—the itch. Yep.
2: Great. Yep. Beep, 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 only, beep. only seven. It hasn't started itching yet. It's still painful. Like it's still like you touch it and it hurts from where it was. Follow me on Twitter at Mike Wicket two T's, and uh, you can see the tattoo for yourself. But shout out to Craig at Destination Tattoo in Grimes. Thank you very very much. All right, I'm done. Hunter Phillips, coming up. Half hour from now, Drake Women's Basketball in the MVC Tournament. My name is Mike Wickett. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Kira for keeping us on the air. Enjoy the basketball weekend here on ESPN Des Moines.